This is Jenny Bell from Clarington, Ohio, and I'm listening to Barbecue Central. Happy to have you aboard here for the really big barbecue show. Boing. We cook because we have to, and we grill because we want to. Hit me! Fine, how's it going? You have a great show, I'm a big fan. Boing. So what 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 seems to be the problem here? This man looks like he's dead and he's in the in the crackle. Charbono! It's all about the Charbono, dude! Succulent fish! What? We ate two feet for wiener. So listen, Lavernius, shut your face. I'm shaking like a dog shit peach seed. <laughs> we have top men working on it right now. All right, welcome in to the second hour. Here we go. It's the show of shows. Christ. We got to get that program out of here. There we go. Oh, we were. Boing. All right, uh, sorry. It's the second hour. Okay, yay. Hit me. Wow. We do live fire barbecue and grilling talk right here. <laughs> Still to come on the show tonight is Sam the Cooking Guy. You can follow me socially at bbqcentralshow.com. You very excited about that? You can follow me on Instagram, Twitter, Face Chat, and Snappy Books. All over there, slash BBQ Central Show. If you want to, uh, coming up on the best moments of the BBQ Central Show in 10 minutes or less, uh, episode, whoa. You know what? I'm not ready to even talk about that. Can't do it. Can't do it. Get that big stuff out of here. Sorry. Can't do that, but that's all right. Uh, all right. Let me get this ready as we welcome you back in. For the American Idol Review Show, let me see. How can I get them up here? Let me cut here, and then let me go here. No. Oh, what do I want to do? Here we go. Yeah, that's right. I'll just stay up here. That's fine. It's time for the review show. Here we go. Oh, man, I can't wait. The reveal, the big reveal. It's coming. It's coming very soon. Expert judges are here and ready to roll. Let me go ahead and get them up. Hey, ladies. Hi. Hey. All right. So uh, I'm here. Bobby, say hi. <laughs> hi. There's Bobby. Maddie, say hi. Hi. And Willis, say hi. Hi. All Sam right. the Cooking Guy, please Marley, invite me over Marley, for dinner. Marley, Marley, All right. Already shout outs yeah. for Sam the Cooking Guy. Here oh, we go. I'm not even in it. All right. Are you ready to learn who makes it through? Yes. Yeah. In three yes. weeks' time at the now. end of May. Oh. Right now. Yes. Well, first of all, let me tell you this. Let's do it live. There were <laughs> 213 unique votes. Wow. wow. That's a lot. Breaking Ooh. all wow. kinds of records. I can't believe it. The first person. 
that is safe this evening that will be singing in three weeks' time in the final of Barbecue Central Show's American Idol. Don't do that, Bob. We can hear that. I got one. I got one right here. Oh, this is better. Will be Jeff Rice Cartman. All right, so let's think back to a week ago. Maddie, what did you like about Jeff Rice as uh, America has voted him through in the finals? Um, I think it was the Cartman Cartman impression that yeah. we all enjoyed in that song. You think that pulled through America as well? Yeah. All right. Willis? I have to say the same as Maddie. It definitely, I think that's what got all the votes. The Cartman? Him. Now, here's the question, I guess. If he didn't have Cartman... Would it have been better than Doug's? Yes. Yes. Would it have yeah. been better than mine? No. All right. Well, we're not answering right away. So, okay. <laughs> uh, Bobby, what did you like about Jeff? Uh, he did better than he did the first time. Does this sound okay? Can you hear me if I hold it here? I can I can hear you just fine. Yeah, it sounded better. Um, and the Cartman was a good addition. He sounded better than he did the month before? Yeah. Okay. Also, moving on. For the finals next month. Top vote getter, by the way. If you can believe it. Your humble host, Greg Rampage. Wow. Great job. So, in the finals, it will be Jeff Rice v. Greg Rempe. There will be a pre-recorded duet. I will announce what that is going to be. Are you ready? Yeah. The recorded duet. We're going country, save a horse, ride a cowboy by Big and Rich. How about that? OG. Never heard it. Not only will it be OG, but... From initial concept, Jeff Rice will be Big Kenny, and I will be John Rich, which means I'm going to have to go well out of my range. So there's a very good chance I'm going to break halfway through that song. But that's all right. I'll try. And then, of course, we'll be singing live in the finals, and I don't know what song I'll be choosing as of yet. Any input from the judges on what song I should be singing, Bobby? Marley? No. no. Willis. or I'm sorry, Maddie. Oh, all right. right. That song we played at dinner. I don't think so. Chief Keef? Absolutely not. Beef Chief. Chief Keef. Beef Chief. All right. That means not making it into the final round of two is the longest running Texas embedded correspondent, Doug Scheid. Oh, dear. That was hard. All right, Douglas. uh, Let's have it. What do we think? Oh, I I think it went the way it should have. Uh, uh, like I said last week, I am so glad that I was accused of auto-tune, so that meant it was probably better than it, it was the week before. But uh, I thought my production was a lot better last week. But uh, no, yeah, uh, I voted one, two, and three, just like it, like it turned out uh, in the results. So. All right, so... Doug, as someone who has had a long-standing relationship with the show and seen many shenanigans and tomfooleriness run through 120 <laughs> minutes week after week, where does this rank in ridiculousness? This ranks very high in 
the ridiculous factor. So <laughs> when I was at the Houston Rodeo competing at, at the uh, the barbecue contest, and I saw this coming across the chat, and I'm like, no, this isn't going to happen. And I totally ignored it for the first two weeks and wasn't planning on participating. And uh, oh boy, yeah, in the end, it turned it turned out to be a lot of fun. It actually was a lot of fun. All right. Well, that's good. I, uh, I you know, my, my fake it till you make it uh, only took me so far, I guess. Well, I mean, it's good to have a mantra, fake it till you make it. That is like the <laughs> the, the mantra that will be known for Barbecue Central's American Idol. Uh, girls, can you give Doug any further feedback as we start to wane out of this segment? I think you, I believe you tried your hardest and that if there's a next season. If there's a next season? What are you talking about? Yeah. There's going to be a next season. Oh. <laughs> oh, no. Well, if you're on it, uh, I believe that you can go farther. All right. Uh, Maddie, your thoughts okay. for Doug Thank as uh, we start to Thank wrap you. up? Oh, uh, yeah. I think if you just keep practicing for the new season, you'll do you'll do better than you did now. All right. And uh, Willis. I've got a year. I've uh, got a whole year. Not to say the same as them. As them. If you keep practicing, you'll get farther the next season. All right. Well, so, Doug, uh, here's okay. what we've come to learn. Much like competition barbecue, practice, 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 and you, too, can walk the stage eventually in a time. All right? <laughs> the encouragement. All right. Uh, that is uh, Doug Hello? Shiding from Row Cooker and the longest-running Texas embedded correspondent right there. Right, so we'll go ahead. Uh, Doug, thank you uh, again for participating, and we will talk to you in a couple weeks. I'm so glad that I don't have to sing live. <laughs> <laughs> All right, get out of here. Yeah, crying out loud. What's he talking about? I mean, there's going to be nothing better than singing live, I don't think. Would you like to sing live, ladies? No. 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 Oh, no? No. All right. Are you looking forward to evaluating live singing in three weeks. Totally. Yes. Yeah. All right. Well, good stuff. All right. Well, uh, Doug is out. Uh, probably no surprise to many folks. Uh, he was well, well, well out of the voting. Uh, it was mostly me, I would say, uh, uh, out of uh, all 200-plus votes, um, I probably got 185 first-place votes. And uh, wow. then then Ricer got uh, you know 10 or so, and then uh, not even one for Doug. I think uh, Doug got a second place in, uh, in a handful of them, but there you go. So, semifinals is over. In three weeks, we move to the finals, baby. Yeah, here we go. All right, guys, thanks for coming in. Always. And I live here. That's right. You do live here. Got me on my bed. And I'm going to get ready to talk to YouTube maven, Sam the Cooking Guy. Yes, invite me over for dinner. I'm not kidding. All right. I will tell Sam to invite you over for dinner. Thanks for stopping in. Always appreciate. Much appreciate. There we go. Lining it up. Did I have him for a call? Cripes. Oh, yeah, I did. Good enough. Let me set him up here. In box two, we will find Sam the Cooking Guy, wherever he is. There he is. I'll change his name here in a minute. Uh, Let me talk to you quickly about Sterling Ball and the gang over at Big Papa Smokers. 
They are some of the best rubs on the market. 13 perfectly balanced flavors, of course. And then you also have the sauce. Granny's Barbecue Sauce, they own that. So if you're tired of what's existing out there right now in the barbecue space and you want to venture out, you want something that's a great base sauce, Granny Sauce. You want something that's great all on its own, Granny Sauce. Do you want some cookers as well? Yeah, of course you want some cookers. If you're looking for a smoker that's easy to use, check out the Mac 2 Star General Pellet Grill. Big Papa's is the only dealer online that sells Mac cookers. They even offer special packages. Nobody else can do that because they're the only ones. If you are a backyard enthusiast looking for a durable and versatile grill that's charcoal-driven, how about the Old Hickory Ace BP? It's the only charcoal cooker that Big Papa trusts on his competition trail. If you're not exactly sure of which one you should get, call him, 877-828-0727. That's 877-828-0727. Or shop their website, BigPapaSmokers.com. That's B-I-G-P-O-P-P-A Smokers.com. I'm sure Sterling is chomping at the bit to get back out on the competition trail at some point as well. And it sucks that Memphis in May is canceled. It's not happening this year. Triple sucks. All right. When we come back, we will hopefully have Sam the Cooking Guy. Get a little olive there. Oh, God. What is going on with me? It's like the longer the show goes on, the more this stupid camera light wants to take. Oh, screw it. All right, we're back right after this. Monthly visits from a killer hog, a cooking guy, a man named Meathead, the author of Barbecue Bible, a grill girl, a bristly barbecue journalist, and the male feasance of the barbecue world known as the Embedded Correspondence. Only found right here on the Barbecue Central Show. All right, welcome back. This portion of the show being brought to you by Pit Barrel Cooker, the most unbelievable outdoor cooking device on the planet currently available in two sizes with a host of accessories whether you're a beginner or professional it's definitely a cooker you want to add to the arsenal visit pitbarrelcooker.com and tell them the barbecue central show sent you i believe in two weeks we will get the full hour the full second hour with noah and amber glanville as they release the lifestyle room in pit barrel cooker headquarters in one of my favorite cities Louisville, Kentucky. So look forward to that. Without any further ado, uh, ado, ado, without any further ado, my second hour guest blows it up all over YouTube with a well over approaching rapidly two million subscribers that eagerly watch his cooking videos. He does cooking classes. Has written a number of books. Won a bevy of Emmys, I believe 15, travels the world. Not recently, of course. But most importantly, someone who I love to talk food with on a monthly basis. So we race to the hotline. And welcome back, friend of the show, Sam the Cooking Guy. Hey, Sam. Greg. Greg, how are you, bro? I am absolutely fabulous. Appreciate you making time for the show, as always. And we are ready to rock and roll. It is, uh, what, just getting towards 
sunset where you're at right now? I mean, it's a great backdrop. Yeah, we're probably we're probably uh, 15, 20 minutes here. Here's a better backdrop. But that way Ooh, was wow. Oh yeah, there's the nice. ocean. There's, the sun, there's sun up there. Yeah, we call that ocean here, Greg. Yeah, uh, I call that the I call that the lake where I'm from, of course. <laughs> well, it's a big ass lake. Yeah. Well, it's uh, just trying to organize myself with the sun and Kelly's inside, and I was going to bother her. Oh, well, I always bother her, but you know, you say we love to talk food, and that's true. But I don't know if the listeners. And or viewers know how regularly we chat because uh, well, we talk pretty often. Yeah, you know, you know it, we're <laughs> good once a week, right? What? So here's the here's the thing. So I mean, we've I, I was going back. Okay, I, I'm glad you brought this up because I was going to forget about. Well, was I going to forget about this? No, I don't. So I'll save that. For I later. don't know where are you tonight. Yeah. Well, I'm you know in my basement, of course. Uh, all jokes will be coming uh, at a heinous pace, I'm but, sure. But I mean, we've figuratively we've yeah, known each other uh, eight, nine years, eight years, somewhere along those lines. And uh, you know, occasionally in the beginning, we would like text here and there. And uh, but the one thing, I, what I found over these coronavirus months is we have been talking on the phone at least at least once a week. And in the beginning, there was a, a span where maybe we talked uh, three or four times during the course of a week. And I got off the phone, and my my oldest was like, "Who are you on the phone?" I'm like, "Sam," and she's like, "Sam, who?" I said, "Sam, the cooking guy." And she's like, "Wow." And I was like, "What?" And she's like, uh, "This coronavirus must really be slowing people down. You've never talked to Sam three times in a week in your life." But <laughs> <laughs> the kids don't understand it. It's slowing everybody down. Yeah. Well, I said, uh, you know, these are what we call silver linings, Bobby. People are traveling Absolutely, normally. Bobby. They're out of doing whatever the hell they're doing. And within these months, I have been able to nail down people for bonus content uh, or people that I would just never be able to get on a Tuesday night live. And now they have time. They can come on. They can share a story. They can give they perspective, do. blah, blah, blah. So yeah, you're right. I mean, aside from liking or hoping to talk food once a month here on this show, uh, we do have quite yes. a quite a running banter uh, between us outside of the show, which uh, most people would probably like, and other people would probably find offensive. <laughs> what offensive? Oh, sure. I mean, I don't I, know what part of our conversation oh, you're referring to. Come on, to, but... I mean, you, you people are so easily offended anymore. I mean, I, I'm just assuming that some people would find what we talk about from time to time. A little that, offensive. That's, you know, you're, that's, pro that's probably true. Yeah. That's probably true. Painting with a broad brush here. Uh, Sam, yeah. here's the deal. Uh, Greg. You continue to cook. And uh, mm -hmm. when we were talking, uh, maybe it was last week, uh, you were like, hey, we did the corona stuff. But you know what? F the lockdown stuff. We want to present as a production. Something a little bit more back. We're not back to normal, of course. But you wanted to no, say, hey, not let's good. not just keep harping on it. Let's not keep doing the same old stuff. Let's get back to a scenery and a space that we're used to and get back to cooking. Well, the reality, look, there's a few things that go to that. One is, the, the reality is, is it's not a pioneer kitchen in the winter and we can only use things we've killed and frozen or jarred. You know what I mean? Right. 
People can actually go to the store. I think in the beginning, people were thinking, us included, that we should be making the meals and shows out of stuff that you had readily on hand. Right. But the but the but turns out you can actually go to the store and buy shit. So, so that was part of it. The other part of it was that uh, the constant reminder that this is going on was getting old and getting stale. And yes, it's going on. But I don't need the, the town crier screaming up and down my block. We're still in lockdown. People are dying. I don't want that. Right. And you you and I are both fans of a particular um, nationally syndicated uh, talk uh, show host. Nationally. Globally. Syndicated talk show host who won't shut the F up about it. He starts every show with 10 or 15 minutes about it. And frankly, I've had enough. And so Max and I said, let's let's just cook nor we stopped cooking in the in the little Italy food hall that was, you know, empty. We went back to the house and uh, and everything feels right. We're getting great views, we're getting great comments and people are saying, "Yeah, thanks." Well, it was enough. I don't need another four shows on how to use freaking MREs in an interesting way. Did you do did you do one show on MREs? <laughs> No, no. Oh, right. But now that I say it, Can now you, that I say it, especially in a town like San Diego, yeah. I was so just going to so ask a stupid here. question and say, you know, could you readily get your hands on MREs? And I was like, well, of course, you're like Tiger Town. So, yeah, yeah look where we are. Yeah, exactly. No doubt. Um, yeah. You did Chili Dogs yesterday, I believe. Yeah. What do you like about Amazing. Chili Dogs? God, I love. I mean, it's so simple. But what do I like? Uh, the, Every, I, that's partly that's it. Uh, I think they're just one of the greatest things you can do with a hot dog. They really are. And I'm a fan of keeping a can of no bean Hormel chili in my pantry. Yeah. But I think it's important to not just do that. And it wasn't, that wasn't about, um, like COVID cooking. And not wanting to. That was about wanting to show people that you can make what I call hot dog chili really easily. That I think is better than most. And you need to know how to make stuff like this. You know? What is hot dog chili? I, I'm on a radio. Right? That's... Oh, hot, um, okay. Yeah. So, Let's so to me, down. hot dog chili is not chunks of sirloin or some other kind of beef. Not chunks of onion. No chunks of tomato. No big pieces of green pepper. None of that kind of stuff. It's very simple in that it's the ground beef and it's broken up really finely in the pan that by the time that the other things go in and the other things are just like broth and and, and tomato sauce uh, and seasonings. Worcestershire sauce. It, it's, yes, it's that, it's very, it's spoonable. It's not chunky just glides on top of the chili i mean it's just a, it's it's hot dog chili is it is it the same or, or are we just using a different phraseology phraseology uh to say hot dog chili or meat sauce is that one and the same no no not the same to me All no right. i i don't they're not the same to me meat sauce is far more tomato based like a meat sauce i would put on like some pasta Right, maybe even use it uh, uh, on on a on a pizza or something. All right, 
But this is less tomato based and more. I don't know what. Would you consider that five star chili stuff chili, or is that kind of like a travesty? That is what is that a is that a can is that a can? Oh, okay. Well, maybe I'm showing. No, 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 don't try and paint me. No, No, wait, wait, wait. Uh, Well, now hold on. I told you I like. I'd like a can of Hormel chili. What I'm saying is maybe I've shown my ass here and assumed that that uh, Skyline... Have you heard of Skyline chili? No. Okay. Uh, So that's like a Cincinnati. Cinnamon? Yeah, yeah. Is that the cinnamon thing? So it's really... um, It's really... uh, It's it's like a smooth meat. (laughs) And yeah, thin, smooth meat. Uh, yeah, cinnamon, yeah, yeah, yeah. chocolate, chunky. no, 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 very, yes, very yes, thin. That's jacked up to me. Yeah. Now, so I think that. Could you put a picture of it up? I can tell you if that's what I'm thinking. Can I? I don't want course. to make you do more than four hundred things at a time. Uh, no you problem. are a wizard back there. Yeah, I got it. skyline. Can you chill. just one day? Can I make a suggestion? Sure. One day, you take a uh, like a GoPro or some camera, you post it up in the. Uh, high up above you behind you yeah and let people see in an inset shot you work in the the board and the screens and what you do all right here we go ready cut Completely that. Blew that off we no i did but this is the downfall of me you know doing other stuff so this is skyline yes. chili yes that looks though so the looks of that is what i'm going for yeah but skyline chili specifically refers to that 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 yeah the Cincinnati ingredient one. yeah since it's got the cinnamon yeah, yeah, yeah. it's got the chocolate but the look yeah. the look of it mine was a little darker so there may be more tomato in that but the look of it the the, the thickness the l- not chunky nature of it is mine and that to me is hot dog chili all right uh, and then it's always a grilled hot dog or let me rephrase it fried hot dog is that the proper terminology uh i think i would say griddled flat griddled. Grilled, maybe. okay yeah 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 I like that so i make those little slits in the sides open them and then, and then when it cooks on the flat top or a non-stick pan or in a cast iron pan those slits open up it doesn't i mean it's probably primarily for looks because it gets really badass looking but there really is more like crispy edges all the way down it because you've taken sure. the hot dog and yeah. made those little so ch- added ch- more slip. surface area so you have more area yeah, to yeah, crisp yeah. up, right? Crisp up. Absolutely. And it looks fantastic. It's very appealing. And then uh, and then the, the chili goes on and some cheese and a little red onion and Bob's your uncle. Yep. Now, um what the f- gee, what did I just do? Um I saw that. Here's the other question. You're you're very philanthropic. We love to have fun here on the show. But uh, last week yep. you do a uh, you know cook along with me. Uh, you did it through Zoom. It was yep. uh, very successful, well attended. You raise somewhere in the neighborhood of fifteen thousand dollars or more for the charity that you were working with. So all great stuff. Yes, sir. Here's the funny yes, thing: that night that yeah. you were doing the cook along, I didn't know what you were making, but somehow we had cross country ESP. Because we made the same exact dish. I made saucy pasty for my kids. You made it for the cook along, and I just happened to see, you know, what you were what you were doing, or I'd heard about it when we were kind of doing a rewatch, and I was like, "Did you make saucy pasty?" 
for your cook along? You're like, you, yeah, I'm like, what? I made for it last pe- night at the same time. How about that? For the people, for the people who don't know, it's it's this pretty simple sausage pasta that goes together quickly and is yes. freaking delicious. Yeah. It is literally my Achilles. I if I made it uh, twice a week, I'd be a thousand pounds because I eat all of it, all of it. I can't. And the thing about it is, I put it in a deli container, the leftovers. And then I sneak back out about 11 o'clock or something and I throw it. I just crack the lid, throw it in the microwave for yeah. about a minute and a half. And the top like inch and a half starts to heat up beautifully. I just eat that top inch and a half, put it back in the fridge. It uh, is so good. The recipes on uh, the cooking If you want, if you want to make it, it's very delicious. Um, and again, yeah. it's super easy because you made it. I like, yeah. um, I like easy stuff. It, it's, Something yeah. that the kids like, and, and I'm not dealing with uh, you know a house of four and five uncultured palates. I mean, we have teenagers and above. They're uh, very well exposed to some of the higher end things, so they know what tastes good to them. But this is nice and simple. It's a pound of Italian sausage. You have a cup uh, or so yeah. of cream, uh, heavy cream, and you have some Parmesan, uh, cheese. Parmesan cheese. You have some garlic in there. You boil some pasta, some- and then you know within a 30 minutes, and, uh, it's, it's all just- ready to go. You're, you're there, yeah. yeah. And the thing is, is you could make it at 2 o'clock in the afternoon, yeah. get it completely done, just turn it off, put the lid on, or stick in the fridge, leave it for a couple hours, come back, start to heat it back up. I would have more uh, uh, whipping cream at the ready because it would start to get a little thick yep. to reconstitute and bring it back. But that, you can make stuff early, ladies and gentlemen, and not. I could never do that. When I first started cooking... Kelly would get on my case because she said, why do you have to make everything right at the last minute? I go, it's the only way it's good. And now I've learned, you know, like I make, I need five people coming for brunch on a Sunday. I need 10 poached eggs for Benedict's. Uh, I would beat myself up and torture myself and make them in the, when everybody got there because I want them fresh. Now I make them a day or two days in advance put them in cold water in my fridge, take them all out and just simmer them for a minute and then put them on the rest of the English muffin and they're perfect. Make as much as you can in advance. Then you can enjoy yourself. The other thing that I've come to learn, uh, both from watching your show and overcoming that same hurdle, uh, because I was always wanting to have it fresh and coming off a grill or out of the oven so everybody can revel in my success. Well, here's the bottom line. Most of the people showing up at your house to eat really don't know how to f and cook anyway, so they're just happy to get something that's better than what Dude, they can exactly cook. That's exactly it. That's it. They are so happy. They're so happy to be invited and not have to do shit themselves that they're there. One thing popped to mind that is particularly <laughs> useful in your people's world, and I say you people, and I mean the the barbecue world. And maybe this is talked about all the time, but perhaps for the newer people that don't know this, you make a pork shoulder, you make ribs, you make you make whatever comes off of the smoker or the how the the egg, the you know Smoky Mountain, the, all these thousands of things Greg has in his backyard. <laughs> it's ready at three o'clock, and you don't want to eat until six. You have a couple of choices, most of them shitty. Your best choice, listen now. Wrap it up really well. 
then put it in a cooler on top of a couple towels, beach towels. Yep. Then the item wrapped up and more beach towels on top of that. And I'm telling you, the stuff will stay warm and perfect without overcooking and drying out for at least a few hours. Oh, a easy. brisket will stay for four or five. I mean, ribs, not as long because they're thin. So I would stack them super, you know, whatever. But but people think a cooler is just to keep things cold. It's a thermal uh, unit that keeps things hot as well. But you got a sandwich in between towels to keep the air away. And, you know. That's you, my tip for the uh, night. It's yeah. a good tip, by the way. Well, I mean, there's been plenty of times where I have done a four or five pork butt cook. Uh, this is going to be a mobile delivery. Uh, we've done it to where we've taken it down to my grandmother-in-law's house. She lives three and a half hours you know, south, almost into West Virginia. And I pull them off as oh, we're boy. getting ready to leave, put them in the cooler, as you're talking about, and away we go. Yeah. And we get there. you know. So now we're probably four and a half, uh, maybe going on five hours after they were taken off the cooker. I mean, they're at the perfect pulling time. They've cooled they're off perfect. a little bit. They're way safe Amazing. as far as temperature. You just pull them apart. People Amazing. are all over it, grabbing the pieces of bark. And you look like an absolute champion. And you can have them done well in advance. That's why I always tell people, yeah, they're like, oh, oh, it's 11 o'clock. It's cooked way too fast. Or I effed up and I did something wrong. I'm like, well, hey, good news. It'll keep until 8 o'clock tonight. So don't yeah. worry about it. And just then, put it in then, a cooler. And then there's no, and there's no last-minute scramble, right? Well, I love that. I would rather oh, the stuff come no off doubt. four hours early than than an hour late. Yes, when people want to eat. People want to eat. Oh, well, that's it. Let there's, them eat. There's nothing worse than quoting a time and then oh blowing past it forty five minutes, an hour, or it was supposed to be light out when we ate, and it's deeply dark at this point. You look like an absolute fool. Fool. How many videos have you? How oh. many videos have you watched? People start their cook at whatever time, and then they're out there with freaking flashlights yeah. and shit. Yeah, it's, I mean, come on, it's outrageous. Come on. People are knowing what they're doing. People, right. please, uh, Sam, stand no. by just for one second, and then we're going to come back. I'm going to play okay. you a clip that's absolutely going to blow your mind. Uh, we're talking with Sam, the cooking guy. You can find him at thecookingguy.com, of course, and make sure you're subbed up to his YouTube channel if you are not already. But most of you already are, especially if you're fans here of this show. I'll talk to you quickly about the Barbecue Guru. They have two new controllers that are coming out, of course, ready to ship quickly. DynaQ and UltraQ. DynaQ taking place of the PartyQ, which was the easiest point of entry into temperature-controlled devices. So if you're looking for a newer version of the PartyQ, since that's being taken off the shelf, the DynaQ is the one you're going to want to take a look at. Now, if you want some more tech, UltraQ is the one that's replacing the CyberQ Cloud, I believe. So a little bit more, but it does a lot more. Allows you the internet access, the app access, hooks to your Wi-Fi, so you can go wherever you need to be. As long as you have a cell phone signal, you can look back at the cooker at home, see where the internal temperatures of the meats are. You can also make adjustments to the pit temperature control device. So if you're behind, you can ramp up the temp. If you're coming a little too fast, huh. Then you can also reduce temperature. You can put it into hold mode at that point. All great technology provided to you by the Barbecue Guru. Plus, they have cookers, two different ones to choose from, a ceramic and a cabinet style. 
And they have the rib ring, and they have a whole bunch of other accessories that are really cool as well. Don't forget, Bob Trudnack has his having a barbecue rub and sauce line, so make sure you're checking those out as well. Longest running sponsor of the show, Barbecue Guru, bbqguru.com, or check the website 800-288-GURU. That's 800-288-GURU. The Barbecue Guru is a breakthrough in barbecue technology. We're back with more Sam the Cooking Guy right after this. Stick around. Celebrating over 10 years of prolific and unparalleled live fire barbecue and grilling talk. And yes, it's still being done from Cleveland, Ohio. You're listening to the Barbecue Central Show. And this portion of the show being brought to you by Smithfield. If you can find that throughout the grilling season, look for recipes and tips from world champs like Chris Lindley, Darren Worth, Ernest Cervantes, and Charles Cridlin. Mouthwatering flavor, artificial ingredients. Smithfield's fresh pork is quite simply some of the finest pork money can buy. It's trusted and a choice of world champs for use at competitions and at home. Smithfield.com. Somebody was hitting me up on social media saying, you should contact Smithfield and see what they're doing about the backyard barbecue thing and what they're going to be doing for... What do you think I'm doing? Uh, Off my back. You think think I don't know about that? I mean, come on. Give me a break. Of course, I'm all over it. Get mad. It's it's my deal. This is... (laughs) Anyway, Sam the Cooking Guy is joining me. Thecookingguy.com is the website. Uh, So, Sam, I was... Uh, kind of alluding to how long our relationship has been in some form or fashion. And you had stepped on to my show in 2009, I believe it was. Maybe it was 2010, so right around... uh, No, 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 no. 2012, I believe, uh, this is what... So you show up on my show, and we start to communicate back a little bit. Like, you know, how'd it go? And I was like, oh, God, you know, the guy in the second hour was like, man, that's Sam. He's great guest, swore a lot. And I was like, well, I mean, who cares? It's the Internet. There's no FCC regulation on the Internet. I don't care if my guests swear or not. If that's just the way they talk, then, you know, who cares? Let them be them. Let my guests be the guest. However. Wait, was it? Go ahead. What, what I thought would be a good idea was to make sure that my criticizing guest was on par. So I went back through your cut and I rifled yeah. out all of the swear words that were in that segment. This is what it sounded like. First time into the show. It's uh, Sam Zion. Sam the Cooking Guy. Sam, how are you, buddy? What's up, man? How you doing, Greg? Fuck face. Fuck face. Fuck face. Fuck face. Fuck face. <laughs> shit. Fucking. Fuck it. Really fucking good. Fucking. 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 Fuck it. Shit. The shit. Shit. Fucking. Shit. Shit. Shitty. Fucking. Fucking. Fuck up. Oh, fuck. No shit. Shit. <laughs> shit. Hey, y'all. Fucking. Hey, y'all. Shit. <laughs> shit happens. Shit. Fucking. Shit. Fucking. Shit. Fucking. There he is. Sam. How about that? Blast from the past. Okay, now just let me point. <laughs> let me point something out. Yes, that was my first appearance, but if memory serves me correct. I was on the I was on with you for twelve hours, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Was, uh, and, but, uh, now, by it, the way, uh, so, some of those shits and fucks were yours. They were mine. Yes, one of the fuck faces so was don't, mine. Don't, there was a shit yes. that was mine, and I believe that I actually rolled out the swearing red carpet when because you were really big on at that point. You were really big on trying to bring the term fuck face back. 
Like that was the, the word. <laughs> so I think I was like, oh, hey, F face. And then it just started to, to roll well, from here's, there. Here's what, I, here's what I'm guessing. Yeah. I'm guessing this was a, a um, I don't know what the term is. You just went in order of the swearing. <laughs> yes. And then pulled the clips off and put them in a timeline. Yes, exactly. The first fuck face was yours. Yes. I believe you you legitimately kicked this off. You rolled the swear ball down the hill. <laughs> and it just picked up. And I don't think I swearing I don't think I swear nearly as much. No. I don't, I don't swear as much. No, uh, not at all. But it's funny because every, because every so often I'll get it I'll get a comment uh, uh under a YouTube video that says you know, we watch with our kids and uh, maybe less swearing. Yeah. And every so often I'll read it. And I get, I get a gin comments that say, don't stop. But I, and I believe it's not because they want to hear me swear. It's because if I start self-censoring in that area, what, what else might I, I self-censor? Sure. And I don't, I think people, people want to watch someone that they believe is honest and just being legitimately them. And I, I've always said I only have one way to be. But if I start slow, thinking before I speak, that's bad for me. Yeah, I, I, I won't do that stuff well, so I won't. Uh, I think that transparency is key. However, uh, superseding transparency, talking and being your true self, whatever that is, like that's what's going to re- yes. like that's where you're going to get. Your fan base. It's not somebody that. And don't you don't. What? I was gonna say. Don't you think the audiences are not stupid? Right. They recognize when someone is being honest, legitimate themselves. They also recognize when people are blowing fucking smoke and 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 trying to be somebody that they're not. Right. Speaking of. Um, Speaking of trying to bring uh, the term fuckface back in 2012, yes. if that's correct, <laughs> our, our current campaign is to bring the C word back. What? We even have shirts. We even have shirts that say, bring back the C word. Wow. But the C word in this case is cook. Oh. And the point <laughs> is, people should be cooking more. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's an. You know, and especially we started this in the in the time of COVID because you needed to cook, and and plenty of people were. But we thought it would be a cute shirt, bring back the c word. But all of the money that go that you spend in that shirt, all the proceeds goes to feeding America's COVID nineteen uh, relief fund. So we're having fun. We're we've got a cool shirt, and and we're doing good with it. Uh, last month when you were on the show, we were talking from a business standpoint uh, about Sam the Cooking Guy's restaurant interests. Obviously, you had uh, Remain closed uh, a month later as we revisit here. I assume uh, business is uh, the same as it was last month. Nothing is happening. Are, are there any further discussions about if it extends out another month? Or uh, are you starting to find some kind of reopening plan that is going to allow you to, to get grays and not, not open in some form or fashion here over the next couple of weeks. Yes. So certainly we're at the, we're at the liberty of or the mercy of what the, the governor, the state of California decides to do. Yep. And I'm happy following their plan. 
That being said, we're going to open Gray's up for delivery and takeout starting the day. <laughs> we just have to get back, get the, the, the muscle memory going on making things and start to get an idea of what COVID like uh, life looks like. The six-foot separations, the, the packaging, the cleaning, the sanitizing, that whole thing. So we'll start that. Uh, not Not Tacos is in the Little Italy Food Hall. It's one of six restaurants yeah. and not that huge a space. So it's much more complex in trying to figure out the, 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 the sanitizing ballet that will have to go on with all these restaurants and seating... When they say you can open, I'm going to guess it's going to be 25, somewhere a number between 25 and 50% of your capacity. Certainly no more than 50% yep. in the beginning. So how do we fit people? But there's also people lining up at each of these six stalls. How do we organize that traffic? There's one entrance into this back hallway that has six big walk-ins for each one of the restaurants. Mm. And so how do we do that? And people close walking and back and forth, you know, it's going to be, it's going to take a lot of thinking, but we're starting with little grays because we have an outside window that um, is like an outdoor bar that people can walk up to. They can get their, their, you know, flatbreads their salads, their booze to, to take away. Uh, and, in our, and it's a, it's an ideal setup because you can come in and get a flatbread, uh, warmed up to take away and eat right then or you can get it not just to take home pop in a 500 degree oven five minutes later it's literally as good as it was in the restaurant hmm. but you're serving it to yourself rather than having somebody bring it to you so yeah but we're all starting to you know we're going to phase two here in san diego in california on friday so that's not hair salons that's not restaurants yet that's that's the retail, curbside retail. You know, parks are going to open back up. All the beaches will build that kind of stuff. Yeah. So it's starting. There's now. There's now light out there, and um, we got to start getting ready for it and trying to figure out what it's going to be. Are you confident? Uh, do you feel safe that? Do you feel safe that people will be safe? I know the job that we're going to do in the restaurant. Yeah. And in inside my place, hundred percent, I feel. Um, if somebody that works for us gets exposed on the outside, that potentially is one thing, and that's you know we all have to face that when and if it happens. But whether somebody will get it from sloppy work in the restaurant or carelessness, no, that's not going to happen. And we're going to do our best to make sure that our customers are separated properly that they don't get past something that's not been wiped and cleaned and and that kind of stuff yeah do you it's, think a, it's different it's clearly but we all have this responsibility i want people feeling really confident they can go get my stuff and and come and go in, in full confidence do you think that there will be enough consumer traffic uh within the uh little italy plaza there to at least subsist whatever the percentage down that you would normally be from operating you think people are going to be coming I think out so. you know you know the, the benefit that we have is that um 
not not tacos and uh, greys are on either side of the Piazza della Familia, which is a wide, big, open public space. Lots of tables and chairs when it's set up, which is not set up now because of the COVID thing. But when it opens back up again, while we might not seat 100% in our restaurant, the excess can come sit out on the piazza. They can, they can still get our food. It just won't be consumed inside of the restaurant. And so that's okay. And I think people are going to be are going to be excited to go back out and get stuff that they've not really been able to get. It will be a treat not making, you know, food at home again, no matter how good it was. Are you, not you, but are you seeing the posts on social media about people saying how much weight they've been gaining here over the last couple months because they've been home? The COVID-15 or the coronavirus-15? You kidding? 20, I'm pretty the, certain I've got the I got the the COVID nineteen. Really? I I've been fucking eating everything in sight because you're everything bored. In sight. Because I'm in front of a refrigerator. Yes, yeah. I'm bored. <laughs> I'm not at the restaurant. I'm not out. I'm not doing here. Yeah, the fridge is there. My wife, on the other hand, nothing. She's exercising. She's walking. She's doing Pilates. Yeah. Uh, off the off of a Zoom Pilates thing. Oh. The sun, weather's been beautiful. Tell them, my wife looks better now than than two years ago when life was normal here. Really? And me, I've gone the other direction. <laughs> well, it's like I, I, Princess Leia and Jabba the Hutt. That's it, what's going on here. Well, uh, you know, just from a. A, a quick view of like YouTube's through the course of the last two months. I mean, certainly, whatever weight you're putting on isn't like a, it's not like my six hundred. <laughs> oh, you got to be kidding me! It's not the uh, six hundred pound life, right? Um, no, no, not quite. But this is what I hear: the people that work from home. Okay, they're like, oh, you know, yeah. the biggest detriment from having a home based position is your feet away from the refrigerator, your feet away from the snack drawer, your feet away from having as many pops as you want to have. And my and maybe it's just personality and maybe it's just lifestyle. My initial reaction is, well, don't get up and go to the refrigerator 50 times look, and don't look, eat 25 look, all right, pops. All right. Jeez. Like get up you in the morning. Like somebody we both You sound like somebody we both know, and I'm so glad that you're perfect about this, but not everybody is. And it's not like me and these other people are going and having cheeseburgers every 15 minutes. But if there's some pasta in a deli container like this, I'll go to the fridge, I'll open it up, I'm a little bored, what's up? I'll have a couple bites, I'll go back 15 minutes later, I'll have a couple more bites. Then maybe 45 minutes later, I'll have a few more bites. And then that bottle is gone. and then by 9 a.m., it's finished. <laughs> 9 a.m. <laughs> Come yeah. on. Well, so so here's what I'm saying. If if you're going to do that, if if you know that you're in a position where you're going to be tempted, get up an hour early or stay up an hour later or take an hour oh, in the right. middle Look, of the day and go out and before. walk, right? I don't want to hear about the fucking cat waking you up and finally you said, well, I'm up at 3 a.m. anyways. I might as well go run 10 miles. I don't want to hear it. And nobody else that's gained weight wants to hear it either. All right. Well, Get off your high horse and shut up. 
I mean, I think as we've said, it's all about. I'm not about diets. Like diets don't work. Oh, diets God. mean you're not going to give you're up. You're going to lose this, weight. You? You're going to lose weight for like a you're couple not weeks. Give up on this, and that's it, right? But lifestyle change is where the real change happens. This By the talking. way, attention anyone in Barbecue Central world <laughs> that might have gained an ounce or five. Do not let Greg know, or he'll just start preaching on you. Oh, I get up. Well, I just decided one day I might as well just get up and go for a 400-mile hike with 80 pounds of weight in my backpack. Yeah, I'm like a well, Forrest for Gump. I just felt like running. Good for you. Yeah. Well it's done, Forrest. All right. Um, you're going to be... I'll figure it out. <laughs> okay. Okay. Good. See, now you need a light. We've talked so long. Uh, the sun has gone down, and now it's Sam in the dark. Here, I got it. I can do this. Here, watch. Sam watch in the dark. You have oh <laughs> much better. Uh, you can find oh, Sam on YouTube pumping out brand new videos Mondays and Wednesdays and Fridays. If you're not subbed up, get over there and do it and help him raise to two million. And in the meantime, you could, can find could you, him. Could you what? put it a little more? Could you put it a little more elegantly than pumping out? What do you, What do you mean? That's not elegant. That's not that sounds least. like you're working hard. You're pumping them out. Uh, With no you elegance. Can, you can find Sam, the cooking guy, putting out aesthetically tasteful crafting. and superiorly cra- crafting. I'm the wordsmith here, pal. Thank you. Superiorly oh, crafted videos with his production wizard son on his YouTube page. Or go to his website, thecookingguy.com, and sub up there. You're going to love these videos. They're easy to do. They're with ingredients that you have. No highbrow, highfalutin BS here, pal. We're not oh, about that well, on the cooking. Occasionally. No, occasionally, but only for yeah, fun. That's right. Um, fun. And then on the first hey, by Tuesday, the way, happy yeah. single de Mayo. Yes, it's my favorite. Of course, you know that. I love uh, enchilada. I love burrito. I love sopapilla. <laughs> love all that stuff. So funny. By the by the way, by the way, maybe the best <laughs> bean and cheese burrito I've ever made. Uh, tomorrow on um, uh, the YouTube episode. Oh yeah, it's insane. All right, yeah. We'll check Made it my out. own beans, the Sam way, not the twenty-four hour way. Right. Made my own rice. Mm-hmm. Rice cooker. Great. So good. Do you use rice oh. cooker? No. Mexican <laughs> rice. Oh yeah. I do use a rice cooker, but not for this. All this right. is a, a pot. So get over there and subscribe if you're not already. And then on the first Tuesday of the month in the second hour, you can find him right here on the Barbecue Central Show. It's my pal and not yours, Sam the Cooking Guy. Sam, thanks so much. You're welcome. And by the way, I could be their pal too. All right. Nothing special about That's you. That's fine. All right. <laughs> See you. All right. See you later. There he is, Sam the Cooking Guy. Thecookingguy.com, of course. And you can look for brand new episodes i don't want to how do i want to play this i want to screw this up all right i got that right that's right all of the uh, merchandise that's out currently like bring the c word back uh that back to the smoker was talking about is available on his website and then that is donated back to charity and then of course he had uh raised over $15,000 uh, for the COVID emergency fund out there in San Diego as well last week. Uh, and then he's also raising on Cameo. So if you uh, want Sam to 
uh, cut you a personal hello or you know whatever he's allowed to do through contract or whatever, uh, you can go to cameo.com, I think it is, and uh, or search Cameo Sam the Cooking Guy, and you can get in touch with him. I think he's charging 80 bucks, and then uh, Cameo takes 20 or 25% of that, and then whatever he nets out, he kicks over to the uh, charity that he is supporting with that. So uh, that's all charity-driven, not going to his back pocket. All right, let's go ahead and make tracks out of here all the way back in the first hour. We talked with Malcolm Reed, howtobbqwrite.com, his website, and pitmaster of Killer Hogs. We also talked with Darren Worth from Iowa Smokey D's in the first hour, smokeydsbbq.com. And as he said, we'll see what this competition season might look like once it gets up and running. It could be a NASCAR race to the finish. And one exciting part that that has is that a lot more teams might have the ability to chase down a national title, although there will be an asterisk by it. It's going to be, it could be a very fanatical race. Teams that you might have never heard of could pull down a national title of the year for KCBS. We'll see how it goes. Also, in the second hour, all the way through, Sam the Cooking Guy joined me. Chili dogs are on the menu. Make them this week. Also, Saucy Pasty. Go to this website, get all the recipes, or watch the videos. They're all up there. I meant to ask him for a Nashville hot chicken recipe, but I never got to it, of course. No surprise. Don't forget, live show tomorrow at 3 p.m. Eastern. We're going to be announcing the nine semifinalists for the Barbecue Hall of Fame. Three weeks after that, we will announce the 2020 Barbecue Hall of Fame class on the 27th, same time, 3 p.m. Eastern. But join me tomorrow, Wednesday at 3 p.m. for the semifinalist announcement. Big show planned for you next Tuesday. As always, Meathead will be here, and we'll talk to him about a bunch of barbecue and grilling-related stuff. Until next Tuesday, I'm sorry, until tomorrow at 3 p.m., This is your program host and proud U.S. American, Greg Rempe. Good night now.